The old renaissance is the new renaissance. Standing on tradition while embracing the spirit of distinction. This is the Harlem Brewing Company. Uniquely crafted beer brewed to deliver a taste, a sound, and a feeling that can only be described in one way. Harlem style. So come and take a trip on the A-Train with our Harlem Sugar Hill Golden Ale and our Harlem Renaissance Whip Beer, the neighborhood original. Sponsored by Harlem Beer Distributing North Carolina, found at Total Wine locations at Burkdale, Ballantyne, Woodlawn, Concord, and Total Wine and more, Parktown Village. For more information, log on to their website at harlembeernc.com. Did you know that Miracle Food is used to remove incurable diseases from the body such as cancer, herpes, diabetes, high blood pressure, HIV, and more? It is also a natural safe way to treat disorders such as anxiety, depression, bipolar, schizophrenia, ADHD, autism, dementia, Alzheimer's, skin, hair, eye disorders, even paralysis. Miracle Food is taking over the medical industry by storm. Chakradoctor.org 818-429-1675 Hello, my name is Precious Rose Dunlap, and this is my mother, Michelle Timberlake Roll, founder of Marjorie Speed Jerking Incorporated. We would at this time like to thank our new customers as well as our repeating customers for your business. For every one million orders that we receive, our company is giving two million dollars away to the bottom of four hundred of our paid customers. You see, that's the way we roll. So come place an order at www. Marjorie's Beef Jerky is the best tasting beef jerky on this planet. Marjorie's Beef Jerky Yeah, that's right. Because that's the way we roll. You've got it locked to the HBCU Football Daily Podcast. For today, Wednesday, October 20th, I'm Donald Ware. It's the Hump Day edition of the HBCU Football Daily Podcast. Before and as you know, we're going to transition to week eight. But allow for me, since we weren't here on yesterday, to give a couple of takeaways from week seven in HBCU football with Florida A&M's win over Alabama A&M. I mean, Alabama A&M is in some real trouble, obviously. I mean, I don't, I just wouldn't see how the Bulldogs could defend their swack crown at this point. And Florida A&M, with its victory, come from behind, by the way, uh, gives the Rattlers or keeps the Rattlers' hopes alive uh, in terms of the, the Eastern Division. Jackson State is undefeated, has one up or the head-to-head advantage against Florida A&M. But with that, I mean, Florida A&M still sticks around. And who knows, perhaps sticks around to be considered for the FCS playoffs. I mean, a lot would have to happen. We'll ultimately see uh, what happens. We've still got plenty of football left to play, but I'm just putting it out there. So Bowie State uh, went in a shootout against Virginia State, and, you know, I figured Bowie State would win, but I mean, this is you know this is a nice rivalry, CIAA Northern Division rivalry. Uh, Virginia State hadn't, I mean, Virginia State had played better, uh, actually, two straight wins, not against great opponents, but at the end of the day, two straight wins gives that group some confidence, 
Uh, they had gotten after the quarterback uh, in each of their last two games. Uh, the Trojans had six sacks each. And uh, so Bowie State had to go toe-to-toe. But the thing about it, uh, th- that was one thing. But then Virginia Union's win over Chawan was big because now it sets up the matchup uh, this Saturday uh, in Richmond between Virginia uh, Union and Bowie State. We'll see how that goes because Virginia Union got off to the really slow start, uh, but ultimately has really, really come on. And so we'll ultimately see what happens there. But watch out for Virginia Union. I, I mean, I like Bowie. Obviously, I like Bowie State. Uh, they, they Listen, you, you know, you can't have afford to have Virginia Union because I think when you look at Virginia Union, it's got, I mean, you know, you have Charles Hall at the receiver. You've got uh, the Morris kid at quarterback. I mean, that's a deadly combination. So, uh, no doubt, Bowie, and we can talk more about that later on, but, I mean, I think Virginia Union, my point is Virginia Union, after a slow start, has really put itself back in the conversation. Southern did as well, coming off the loss to Texas Southern going back a week ago. Uh, you look at Kobe Dillon. He had 267 yards rushing, three touchdowns. He is the box-to-row national player of the week, a freshman, by the way, in Southern's 34-7 victory over Arkansas Pine Bluff. So now Southern really still controls its own destiny. Uh, Still has a game against Alcorn State. Still has a game against Prairie View A&M. So the one loss to Texas Southern, more of a wake-up call. Meanwhile, Arkansas Pine Bluff definitely will not be able to defend its Southern Division, uh, its uh, Western, excuse me, SWAC Western Division crown. Miles with the bounce-back victory over Lane, right? That's nice. You know, Tennessee State, listen, let's see, right? Like, uh, come to find out the victory last week by the Tigers was not a conference game. So still in the OVC 1-1, maybe he's got a shot. But even outside of that, I think it's too far to look ahead in terms of what Tennessee State can do uh, in terms of winning an OVC crown. But what you look at immediately – is that Tennessee State is playing a lot better. Uh, you know, Jeremy Hickbottom is there now, quarterback. He's getting settled in. Devin Starling starting to run, uh, run the football. I mean, I think when you didn't have the, the quarterback position settled, it, 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 it enabled for the running game not to be great. But Devin Starling had a really good season in the spring, and he's really, really come on as of late as Tennessee State has been able to throw uh, the football a lot better. Big win by Albany State over Benedict uh, because, you know, Albany State needed to stay undefeated going up against Savannah State this week. Wow, what a football game that ultimately is going to be uh, as well. So, you know, those are those are some of uh, really ultimately uh, what I've looked at. Uh, tough loss uh, by A&T uh, to Kennesaw State, 14 to nothing. Talked about that on Monday. Um, yeah, I mean, you know, to me, it shows for the Aggies how important that first game of the season was against Furman now, because listen, I I mean, if I'm honest, it's going to, it may be a bit of an uphill climb for the Aggies in the big South, simply because Monmouth is playing 
uh, you know, pretty decent. Still had the uh, A&T has to play Monmouth um, on uh, on uh, October 30th, next Saturday. Uh, it's homecoming, greatest homecoming on earth. Um, so you you never know, right? Like I'm not counting the Aggies out. I'm not saying that at all. But what I am saying is, let's say you lose to Monmouth, right? Had they had the Aggies beaten Furman? Now, and let's say they win the rest of the games, okay, and only lose to Monmouth, then, you know, that 8-3 that and three record may get you a playoff spot. A little bit more difficult now. So now, uh, obviously, Hampton is the next opponent. You don't want to look ahead, but Monmouth becomes – I mean, that becomes an urgent, urgent uh, football game now for North Carolina a So let's take a look at the weekend matchups for Week 8, Week 8 – in HBCU football, no Thursday night games. Langston uh, looks to remain undefeated and is on the road against Ottawa. It is a Sooner Athletic Conference matchup, the only undefeated team in HBCU football. And as a matter of fact, Quentin Morgan going to join us on the weekend edition of Box to Row. Texas College uh, is uh, on the road, another Sooner Athletic Conference matchup against Arizona Christian. Jackson State is hold is hosting Bethune Cookman. I you know, Jackson State is playing so well, right? Bethune Cookman hasn't won. Uh, Bethune Cookman may be hungry, but I, I just don't see Jackson State letting off the pedal uh, at all. Uh, beat Alabama State, you know, pretty good, twenty eight to seven. It wasn't the blowout that it had been against Alabama A and M, but it's still a good win and a big win, I should say, like uh, for Jackson State, but. You know, don't sleep on Bethune-Cookman. Like, if Bethune-Cookman – because if you look at it, even the loss that Bethune-Cookman had this past weekend against Prairie View, it, it, it got off to the slow start if it gets out to – and then came back, right? So if you get off to a, a, a better start, if you're Bethune-Cookman, you just never know how things could ultimately play out. Tuskegee hosts Lane, West Virginia State, looking to bounce back on the road against Concord. Howard and Norfolk State uh, get together uh, this uh, this Saturday in Washington, D.C. Kentucky State hosts Miles. Morgan State, winless on the season, hosts North Carolina Central. St. Augustine's hosts Fayetteville State. Shaw hosts Johnson C. Smith. As I mentioned, big game. Virginia Union hosts Bowie State. Winston-Salem State hosts Livingstone. And Elizabeth City State hosts Chawan. Florida Memorial. Uh, hosts Union, and we have a couple of games, a couple of interesting games this week where teams go out of conference, but not only go out of conference, play Power 5 schools, and uh, Arkansas Palm Bluff is one of those schools going to be on the road at Arkansas. Boy, you talk about a tough football game. Tennessee State is on the road against Eastern Illinois. Lincoln of Missouri on the road against Nebraska Kearney. Big game. Albany State hosts Savannah State, two unbeatens in the SIAC. Most likely, this game will determine who wins the SIAC's Eastern Division. That game is going to be in Albany, Georgia. Big football game. Benedict hosts Morehouse. Delaware State hosts South Carolina State. It's going to be homecoming up in Dover, Delaware. If you missed our interview with Rod Milstead, the head football coach of Delaware State. You can check it on our website, uh, boxtorow.com. Uh, we had him on uh, both the ESPNU 
or Box to Row on ESPNU Radio on Sirius XM, as well as Box to Row. So check that out on our website. You can check the podcast out uh, with Rod Milstead, and he talks about the program and about the matchup against South Carolina State. Edward Waters hosts Central State. Fort Valley State hosts Clark Atlanta. Hampton hosts North Carolina A&T. Virginia State hosts Lincoln of Pennsylvania. Mississippi Valley State hosts Florida A&M. Allen is on the road taking on Erskine. Southern and Prairie View A&M get together. This is a big-time football game, right? More than likely could be our HBCU National Game of the Week. A loss by Southern pretty much puts Southern out. But as I mentioned, Southern controls its own destiny, right? Can uh, Prairie View A&M stop uh, not not so much um, – uh, not so much Kobe Dillon, although he had a great game, but the running attack, right? Ben was out. Uh, is he back? I'm not sure. But can Prairie View A&M stop that running attack? And Prairie View A&M has played some decent defense uh, so far this season. Final game, Texas Southern hosts Alcorn State. So that's about going to wrap it up for today's HBCU Football Daily Podcast. Tell a couple of friends about the HBCU Football daily podcast where we give you opinions we give you information uh, we've got you covered when it comes to hbcu football talk with you later box to road box to road.com is the website for all of your hbcu sports needs from the game of the week feature to interviews to the latest news in the world of hbcu sports box to row.com has you covered missed a week of from the press box to press row box to row.com has all the archive shows don't forget to check out the all-american teams and weekly media coaches polls from the press box to press row and box to row.com your hbcu sports leader